Christ won victory over hell, death and the grave, and it came at a great cost and with relentless perseverance. Our Lord battled and wrestled against evil His entire life and overcame it. His faith was the victory that prevailed and placed Him at the right hand of His Father in heaven. Jesus is our example, and without a daily wrestling against evil in our personal lives and the world we live in, we will never realize our faith. It will always have been something that we could have obtained were we willing to fight for it. This is the good fight of faith, and with it comes eternal victory, the salvation of our souls. We must fight if we intend to apprehend eternal life. The Apostle Paul explains. Ph. 3, 13-15, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. Heaven is the victory of our faith. To live with Christ, His Spirit, and our Heavenly Father for ever and ever. This is the victory, even our faith. This should be our mindset. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. 1 John 5 4. Our faith is our victory over the world. Matthew Henry's commentary tells us. He that is born of God is born of God, and consequently, born, for another world. He has a temper and disposition that tend to a higher and better world, and he is furnished with such weapons, whereby he can repel and conquer this present world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. 1. Faith is the cause of victory, the means, the instrument, the spiritual armor, and the artillery by which we overcome. In faith, we cleave to Christ in contempt of and in opposition to the world. 2. Faith works in and by the love of God and Christ and so withdraws us from the love of the world. 3. Faith sanctifies the heart and purifies it from those sensual lusts by which the world obtains such sway and dominion over souls. 4. Faith receives and derives strength from the object of it, the Son of God, for conquering the world. 5. Faith obtains by gospel promise a right to the indwelling Spirit of grace, which is greater than he who dwells in the world. 6. Faith sees an invisible world at hand with which this world is not worthy to be compared and into which it tells the soul in which it resides that it must be continually prepared to enter. The Apostle concluded that the real Christian was the true conqueror of the world. Who is he that overcomes the world, but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? It is the world that lies in our way to heaven, and is the great impediment to our entrance there. But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God believes therein that Jesus came from God to be the Saviour of the world, and powerfully to conduct us from the world, back to heaven and to God, who is fully to be enjoyed there. And he who so believes must needs by this faith overcome the world. He must be well satisfied that this world is a vehement enemy to his soul, to his holiness, his salvation, and his blessedness. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. 1 John 2 16. He sees it must be a great part of the Saviour's work, and of his own salvation, to be redeemed and rescued from this malignant world. Who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world? Galatians 1 4. He sees in and by the life and conduct of the Lord Jesus on earth that this world is to be renounced and overcome. He perceives that the Lord Jesus conquered the world, not for himself only but for his followers, and they must study to be partakers of this victory. John 16:33 reads, Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He is taught and influenced by the Lord Jesus's death to be mortified and crucified to the world. God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified to me, and I unto the world. Galatians 6:14. He is begotten by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to the lively hope of a blessed world above. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible, and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. 1 Peter 1 3-4. He knows that the Saviour has gone to heaven and is there preparing a place for His serious believers and that His Saviour will come again thence, and will put an end to this world, and judge the inhabitants of it, and receive His believers too, His presence and glory. In my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14 2-3. He is possessed with a spirit and disposition that cannot be satisfied with this world, that look beyond it, and are still tending, striving, and pressing toward the world in heaven. In this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, an house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. 2 Corinthians 5 1-2 It is the real Christian that is the proper hero and rejoices in a universal victory. Our victory over the enemy. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Luke 10 18. Rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. Luke 10 20. All believers are entitled to the inheritance of sons and have received the adoption of sons. This is the matter of joy, greater joy than casting out devils. Power to become the children of God is to be valued more than power to work miracles. He will give eternal life to those whose names are written in heaven. Holy love is a more excellent way than speaking with tongues. Our victory over ourselves. To whom God would make known, what is the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1:27. Christ in you, or among you, is the hope of glory. Our hope is Christ in the world or the gospel revelation declaring the nature and methods of obtaining it. The evidence of our hope is Christ in the heart or the sanctification of the soul and its preparation for heavenly glory. We must continue in the faith and not be moved from the hope of the gospel, that is, not be moved from it with any temptations. We can't allow our hope to be stolen. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. Proverbs 13:12. Nothing is more grievous than the disappointment of a raised expectation, the higher the expectation is raised, the more cutting is the frustration. It is wisdom not to feed ourselves with vain hopes and promises thereby creating our own vexation. That ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. 1 Thessalonians 4:13. We should not be like the unbelievers who have no hope for a better life after this one. Christians have a most sure hope of eternal life after this, which God, who cannot lie, has promised us. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Hebrews 6 18-19. Christ is a refuge for all sinners who will have the heart to flee to Him. God is concerned for the comfort of believers as well as for their sanctification. Hope comforts us. Our Lord Jesus Christ, hath begotten again unto a lively hope by the resurrection. 1 Peter 1 3. Being born again, changed from the inside with eternal hope and expectations is a gift from God. Who against hope believed in hope, according to that which was spoken. Romans 4 18. Against all the inducements to the contrary, he believed, for he had faith in what God said. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, the battle was in his mind putting on for an helmet, the hope of salvation. 1 Thessalonians 5 8. The spiritual helmet is meant to protect our minds. We must make salvation our hope. 
This good hope through grace of eternal life will be a helmet to protect our minds and hinder our being intoxicated with the pleasures of sin. The Lord Jesus Christ, that is our hope. 1 Titus 1 1. Jesus Christ is a Christian's hope, and we point to His resurrection from the dead. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three. 1 Corinthians 13 13. Hope? We need to fight for hope and let no one steal it. Hope fastens on future desires and waits for that. In heaven, hope finds fruition. Understanding the reality of heaven is the key to being greatly encouraged. Jesus wants to encourage us with heaven. In my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you shall be also. John 14 3. Jesus spoke these words right after telling Peter of his betrayal and right before Judas arrived with guards to apprehend him. Things were about to get very bad, Jesus's trial, scourging, and crucifixion. Still, the Lord's main concern was that His followers would not lose heart but would understand what awaited them. Living for Jesus can be hard, and knowing that paradise awaits where we will spend eternity with the Lord Himself can really help our present circumstances if we truly believe it. The Lord says that if it were not true, He would have told us. Jesus was not making this up, heaven indeed exists. It is a place of rejoicing, worshipping the Lamb of God, resting from our labors and battles, receiving crowns and rewards, marrying the bridegroom, and being comforted. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, sorrow, crying, pain, for the former things are passed away. Revelation 21 4. God will personally comfort us. The same finger that wrote the Ten Commandments will wipe away every tear from our eyes. It's so amazing to even think about that. The Lord can't wait to comfort us. The story of Lazarus the beggar is the perfect example. Lazarus had a tough life, and the rich man had an easy life, but then they both died. And it came to pass that the beggar died, and was carried by the angles into Abraham's bosom, the rich man also died, and was buried, and in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments. Luke 16 22-23. One of the greatest things about heaven is that it's the better of the two choices. Jesus died so that we could spend eternity with him but also to save us from hell, another very real place. In the parable of the sheep and goats, there was a judgment. Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angles. Matthew 25:41. So many Christians have used the reality of hell to manipulate people into deciding for Christ by saying, you'd better get saved or you're going to hell. When we hear that, we think, where's the love? The truth is that we'll spend eternity in one of two places. The decision we make to choose or deny Christ will determine our fate. My dear mom died while I was finishing my last book. She was such a wonderful and loving person, anyone who knew her loved her. She will live forever in our hearts. She is greatly missed. I loved my mom. Her passing helps me realize the reality of life and death. It's not just a Sunday school story of the sweet by and by. Death is an actual appointment that we will all keep. It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Hebrews 9:27. Heaven is there for all of us to choose because Jesus died to purchase it for us. It is so wonderful that one glimpse of it makes going through the most difficult situations on earth well worth it, but failing to choose Jesus on this side of eternity will separate us from Him on the other side. Heaven is our home where we will live forever. What is it to know this victory and embrace it? You don't have to attend church, give anyone your money, change your personality, or become a proselytizer. This is free, and this is freedom. You're just called to agree with truth, Jesus walked on earth. Time was changed to signify His birth. He healed people. He claimed to be the Son of God. He rose from the dead. His death paid the price for sin. 
believe these truths in your heart and embrace them. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth, and shalt believe in thine heart, thou shalt be saved. Romans 10 9. Confess with your mouth that you believe and your need for it because all have sinned. Invite Jesus personally, please come into my heart. That's it. You did it. Welcome to the Kingdom of God. Now just read the Gospel of John and emulate this carpenter from Bethlehem to the best of your ability. Make all the mistakes you need to, just don't give up. Ask God daily to help you with your life and I'll see you in heaven. Hope. It's not always easy being a believer. We are outnumbered by unbelievers and made to feel foolish for trusting in someone whom no one we know has ever seen, but that's faith. No one is perfect, and when we make mistakes, they are magnified and we're made to feel like hypocrites, but God is grace. We think of what we should be and look at what we are, and sometimes, we may even think, what's the use? But God is leading us. We are being molded into great men and women of God and can't even see it, but God is doing it. We are fighting the good fight of faith, and God is proud of us. God wants us to look to the future with hope. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Philippians 3:13 13-14 Everything behind me is behind me. The only thing that remains is what I've learned from my past. Today is a new beginning, and my eyes are focused on the Lord to be part of whatever He wants to do. We need a strong desire to walk in love for forgiveness and the power of His Spirit. We need unity with our brothers and sisters. We need to fearlessly share the Gospel and allow God to lead us without any agenda and be open to whatever He asks us to do or say. I want to live for God and be alive to God. I want to give it everything I got until there's nothing left because that's what Jesus did for me. Thank you, Jesus. I love you so much. From age 22 to 25, 82 through 85, I taught a very challenging aerobics class in Woburn, Massachusetts. I incorporated exercises I learned in football, military, dance at the Joy of Movement Center in Cambridge, and track and field. I incorporated R&B music. Everyone knew when the class started because I always started it with the same song from the album Destiny, Shake Your Body Down, To the Ground. The girls would come running in when they heard it. If I could share any words with our country, it would be from a song. I was fortunate to grow up when I did because I had the opportunity to witness firsthand one of the biggest if not the biggest hearts of love I've ever seen. I know that it's just music and some lyrics, but it carries a spirit with it of love and unity. This man spent his life trying to get us to understand that. Thank you, Michael. We love you too. From the album The Jacksons, with the help of his talented brothers, Triumph Can You Feel It? If you look around, the whole world's coming together now. Feel it in the air, the wind is taking it everywhere. All the colors of the world should be, loving each other wholeheartedly. Cause we're all the same yes, the blood inside of me, is inside of you. Touch a hand and sing, a sound so pure that salvation rings. Now tell me. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? It's time to get tough. I don't want to be effeminate anymore. I want to be a man of God chasing after the will of God for my life. I want to rise up and release all of the faith inside of me. I want to see the power of God birthed right before my very eyes. I want to see Jesus alive on earth. I'm rising up like John Wick people have been asking me if I'm back, and I haven't been sure how to answer, but yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. I'm moving forward as a deliverer like Rambo to free the pals at the risk of my life. Now I'm coming for you. I'm a prophet of the Lord like the Terminator speaking the future and stopping any spiritual enemy in my way. Judgment Day is coming. I'm a priest of the Lord like Neo interceding and giving his life for the freedom of Zion. It's inevitable.
I'm becoming a king like William Wallace who fought for and served his subjects with a brave heart. God's sons are yours no more. In the spirit of prophesy as our founding fathers of this great nation who declared that we were one nation under God. I declare that if Jesus raised the dead, so can I because Jesus is in me. I had a dream. Like Ezekiel, I stood on a mountain looking at a valley of dead bones. The angel said, These are the people who once believed but walked away and have become spiritually dead. I saw those who were hurt by churches, those who felt let down by God, and those who gave up because of the appetites of their flesh. The angel asked me, Can these bones live? I said, Yes, I know they can live because I was one of them. Then he asked me to prophesy, and I did. The breath of God entered them, and we stood up as an exceedingly great army as far as the eye could see. I had another dream. I saw Jesus high in the sky dying on the cross. Below, I saw every different Christian denomination. The churches had constructed walls to keep certain people in and certain others out. I beheld the Lord's blood and tears falling from His cross and dripping on those walls, which suddenly started melting until they vanished. The people came out nervous at first, but when they saw all they had in common, they began to embrace each other. They came together and stood and became as big as earth. I had yet one more dream. All humanity saw the army of redeemed believers and the giant church in unity and came running. They were lame and disfigured at first, but the closer they got, the more they became whole. I saw the greatest revival ever. Someone said, this must be heaven on earth. We heard a trumpet blast and looked up. It was the Lord. He had returned just as He said He would. I had a dream, and then it happened. Prophetically speaking, in Jesus' name, Amen. Heaven, our eternal home.